So welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Harmer. In about five minutes time, I'm about to run a 30 to 40 minute masterclass on the fundamentals of change, the process of change and the psychological transition of change. I've run this particular masterclass four or five times in the last month alone. And this is an increase in how frequently I usually run this short workshop slash presentation for groups. And it highlights to me that there's a bunch of change going on right now. Maybe this podcast or maybe this particular content might be really interesting and supportive of change makers who are trying to navigate themselves through the complexity of change and psychological transition. So if you're in the middle of change and you want a live masterclass workshop on the fundamentals of thriving during change, then this podcast is for you. See you back in a moment. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, and you're about to discover new ways to go from overwhelm to thriving in your business and in your life by following your passions, pursuing your unique life purpose, and stepping fully into your infinite potential. You deserve to live your best life, a life filled with all of the clarity, courage, and commitment you need to be happy and to make a positive impact on the world. So get ready because this podcast challenges society's expectations for what it means to be successful in life and in business and invites you to grow beyond outdated assumptions for defining who you are. Welcome to the Positive Change Podcast. So that brings us to what's ending and where we're heading. So we have some clarity about that. Now, what we need to work on is what's happening in the middle, what's called the neutral zone. Now, as I said, the more senior we are in the organization, the transition from endings to beginnings can often is relatively short because we've had choices in what those targets and what that focus is. And more junior in the organization, more uh, frontline, oftentimes they don't notice the change until it's actually upon them anyway. Uh, actually us, who's on this call that really needs to be focusing here, primarily because we are the ones that are going to be creating the change, the most of the changes that are happening. And I'd like to focus on the four things that will change, the four big ticket, the four big buckets of change, and what it will feel like and what to do about it. Okay, and then we'll talk a little bit about next steps from there. So the four big buckets of change, the four big things that happen in any change, that two are really obvious that most organizations focus on first up. And if you focus on those, you can be partway successful. But it's probably, to be honest, the reason many change efforts fail is for the is because we only focus on the first two and we forget about the second two. Right? The first two things, the first two buckets of change that we primarily focus on is often structures, that is who reports to who, um, and processes and behaviors. You know, what we want people to do every day, which includes what success looks like for them. Right? Now, as we move toward the target, some of our structures and ways of working and results and KPIs and behaviors will get adjusted, either because we chose for them to be adjusted or part of being aligned to a global business, they'll get reorganized. So our role in leading and managing our people through this is to understand that some of these things will change and each time they change, there will maybe a sense of loss. People will feel like they're losing something and what we need to do is remind them that we're liberating new potential and we're trying to get to this as fast as possible because that's where the potential is. Okay, 
The other two things we need to really pay attention to that are, I would say, even more important than structures and behaviours are the following. Mindset, attitude, how people think and feel about themselves and each other, and culture. Because it's mindset and it's culture that provides the fuel or the energy, if you will, for making these structures and behaviours happen faster. If people don't believe in this, they're not likely to do it. If people don't believe in the blueprint, if they don't believe that we should get more joined up as a business, um, work across silos, work more cross-functionally, more coordination and communication across the business, they don't believe in that. And if our culture doesn't support that, then it doesn't matter what structures and behaviours we put in place, it won't work. So our role here is critically important because it's helping people to buy into, connect with, and believe they can do that, do our target, get the bullseye, focus and accelerate and work through these drivers and accelerators. That's what our, our really important role is. So what gets in the way? What's going to happen? We're going to notice when we're going to notice we're out of alignment on one of these three things, and we start to experience a noise. I'm going to loosely call it noise, or tension, or frustration, or annoyance, or anger, or disappointment, or hurt, which is some of those things that happen when we're in the messy middle of change. Right in the middle of this change, at certain points in time, we're going to feel a whole degree of ambiguity, and uncertainty, and confusion. And am I doing the right thing? Or do I report to this person or that person? Or should I should I talk openly about this? Or do I keep closed about that? Can I share this information or not? That's what that all of those examples are noise. Those things that get in the way of staying aligned, leveraging good decision making, being flexible, not wasting our effort, and staying motivated and inspired. And there's a really key reason why this occurs. Why we get noise. Okay, um, the reason we get noise during this phase here is for a very, very uh, singular and important reason. It's because our role, our, and a role isn't a job, but it could, uh, it's part of that, our role, how we fit and how other people fit with us changes. So he has a, we all have a formal role and we have an informal role. The formal role is the job description in essence. The informal role is how we help other people or how we sit with other people at a relationship or an interpersonal level. So he has his role called CEO, and he also has an informal role, which is all about motivating and protecting people so we can get them to do the jobs. Right? That role, both the CEO role and his role in protecting and motivating our people may stay the same, but I would guarantee that some of the requirements of being a CEO, given who he how we report to and working with a global business might change, that might create some noise, some tension, some frustration at times. Similarly, other members of the organisation, whoever role, that role may change, both the formal role, like who we report to and what information is required and what the activities of the work are. And informally, if I have an informal role of being a fixer or a can-do person or um, a, a, a sounding board or whatever that might be, and that changes, then I'm going to feel a bit confused because I go, how do I fit? Where do I fit in? What's my job? How do I need to relate to you now? You know, what do you expect of me? What can I expect of you? Those types of things change because as soon as you change the structure and KPIs and you think about different attitudes and we think about what culture we need to drive this future, well, 
how I take up my role, how I do my job might need to change. And what's really important here, if we start to feel a sense of noise or frustration or disappointment or confusion, I can guarantee you that if you're feeling it, if you're experiencing that, other people are too. Because if you feel that your role is changing, then someone else's role is changing too. Nobody will feel that noise in isolation. Many of us will be feeling it. So what's really important here is to not keep it to yourself. Right? I know that seems really obvious as I say it, but really importantly is if you start to go, oh, I'm feeling a bit disconnected or I don't really know what's going on or I'm not sure whether I'm doing the right thing or I'm not sure whether I can rely on that person the same way I used to, don't bottle that up. Go and have a conversation. It's really important to talk about you know, the, the agitation or the friction or the confusion because then we have an opportunity to talk about how we relate with each other, what we can expect of each other, how we want to stay connected or work with each other in this new beginning. If, you're, if at any time you're feeling a sense, coming back to the beginning here, if you feel a sense that you might have some concern or fear or you're not sure what's going on, fear is a future-focused emotion, remember that we do have some real clarity about where we're going. We know our folk, we know our target, we know our focus, and we know our key drivers and accelerators of success. If we're feeling a sense of not sure whether I'm going to be looked after or whether the right the you know it'll turn out okay, remember that's all about retrusting ourselves first. We can always rely upon ourselves, and it's all about remembering that we've been here before and we can do it again, and that we're on our way and we're making great progress. Remember as well that if we're not sure. While we're changing, it's all about liberating potential. It's about trying to liberate the potential that comes with implementing all of these things. And our role in change, our focus in change, is ensuring that we have alignment and helping our people get alignment to our structures and behaviours, relate to those structures, have a positive mindset, and we have a culture that stays can do. If we're feeling any confusion, recognise that most likely that, that noise is related to a disconnect between what I did before and what I need to do next in terms of how I relate. Go and talk to people about that. Don't bottle it up. The executive are definitely there to support you. There's a bunch of work about how we're focusing on that as well. And you have each other. You've got your senior manager group and you've got your executive to talk to. Well, there you go. That was fun. Recording something live with a client in support of them going through change and then also seeing how we could translate that recording of that session into a podcast. I hope you got some value for yourselves personally or professionally through listening to some of the content that I shared around the Bridges model of transition and change. Until next time, see you soon. Hi, and thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe using the button below and make sure you also click the bell icon to get notified every time we release a new episode. If you're looking for the show notes for this episode, we have them in the link underneath as well as our social media handles and some links to free training and other offers that we drop from time to time to help you go from overwhelmed to thriving in pursuing your best life. So go ahead and check out this episode's show notes if you're interested. And thank you so much for tuning into the Positive Change Podcast.